Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to the Stringer Podcast number three. It's a trilogy. A good trilogy, like the first Star Wars one, or hopefully the third Star Wars one, but not like the second one. Lesson learned, don't do a trilogy of trilogies. We're lucky enough to welcome Laura Armstrong from the Toronto Star to this week's podcast. She is an absolute delight. Baseball fan, soccer fan, reading fan. Harry Potter fan. It was just probably, I can't say one of my favorite conversations I've had yet because we've only had three, but it was definitely a good one. But before we get to that, Kylie. Hey. How you doing? Good, how are you? How was your weekend? Oh, it was busy. It was pretty busy. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You you walk into the new week a little bit floored? You gassed? I uh, had a couple naps yesterday just to wake up a little bit for this week. So, you know, I'm, I'm back on track though. I spent the whole weekend moving, and uh, it's, it's, uh, it's just the worst thing you could spend a weekend doing, because you work yourself harder than you've ever worked, and then you still have Monday to greet you. So uh, how sore are you? Uh, I have I have muscles that I didn't even realize were there, <laughs> and I have scrapes in places I can barely wash, Isn't let that alone- the greatest? No. <laughs> it's very painful. I'm doing my best to get through. But we're living yes. for the weekend. Yes. And has been the custom. You have very busy weekends. Oh, yeah. So busy. What do we have going on this week? So taking a step back from all our alcoholic weekends. No, oh, thank goodness. My liver <laughs> needs a break. <laughs> I got a nice relaxing weekend ahead. So uh, first off on Friday, there's a Terranium, a plant and pour event workshop there. And I don't know if you know anything about those. Not at all. I've killed every plant I've ever owned, okay. but I want them to live. Yeah. Okay. So the, they're like these little glass balls. And I don't know. I guess you get some homemade kind of plants and you just kind of decorate them the, the way you want. Mm-hmm. It's at Cali Love on Bay Street. So, Cali Love. Yeah. That during uh, TIFF, it was a huge spot oh, for yeah. a lot of the stars yeah. to check out. I, I went this weekend, past weekend, actually. And? Oh, I love it. I love it. If I if I lived down here, I'd go there every weekend. Oh, I've got to check it out. I follow yeah. them on Instagram, Kelly Love, and uh, they it have looks good like a really, marketing. It looks like a really dope spot, yeah. and, and and they've got everything that's kind of right up my alley. Yep. So terraniums. Yeah, terraniums. Build your own terranium. Yes. It's like the new scrapbooking. Yes. So actually, going off of Kelly Love's marketing, on Saturday there's a social media strategy workshop. Oh. Everyone wants to be an entrepreneur these days mm-hmm. and start their own thing, their own hours. And so you can go do that at Brain, Brain Station on King Street. They kind of talk about everything from branding. And then you leave with like a four-week plan of your own that you oh. create. 
That's what I like so, to hear. Four weeks yeah. of creation for the one low price of, do we know? I'm going to assume it's free. You just have to reserve your spot. Let's hook it up. Everyone can yeah. use some better social yeah. media. I see too many shitty selfies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Sunday, I actually signed up for this a couple days ago. It's uh, Active Nation Day from Lona Jane. Mm-hmm. It's in Don Mills. If you've ever been there, Don, shops at Don Mills. Yeah, definitely. It's just a little north uh, of Toronto. Totally. No, you I don't. have to get out of Toronto for this for a little bit. I, Queen Street <laughs> is the north end for me. Okay. I don't, this is I, like North York. This is of. north north. Yes. So um, Lorna Jane, they've been doing this for the past five years. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of them getting everyone active for every last Sunday of S- September. So they kind of everywhere in the world, they just get everyone together to do an active day. You know, you start off with some yoga, you go to the different classes, you sign up online, actually, and it's free. I don't know. You just have a good time. This is amazing. We're giving our livers a break. Yeah. We're go like active. connecting with nature on Friday. We're working our brain on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we're working our body. It's yeah. like the holistic. It's Kylie's holistic weekend. It is. It's taking a break from yes. Kylie's big weekend and yes. we're going straight holistic. Yes. I like it. I think we both can need a little bit of vacay time. Yeah, a little but R&R. I'm not going to lie. North of the city and having to like work my body, it's all you this weekend. Okay. It's, it's all you. Well, I'll be there. I'll see you on Monday. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so to follow up on last week, we still have a contest running. The contest is the meta contest. Contest to promote contest creation. That's right. You guys send me your contest ideas <laughs> because that's the best idea I could come up with. And we're going to give you free stuff. We're going to give you tickets to Toronto FC versus New York Red Bulls at BMO Field. So you can send us your contest ideas at Stringer Podcast or somehow like write it to us or show us on Instagram. Write at, it in the comments on Instagram. Write it in the comments at go. Stringer Podcast. And you can get yourself some free tickets. But now to this week's guest, Laura Armstrong. It's Laura Army on Instagram. Laura Army on Twitter. She's an absolute delight. But before we get to it, I've really been trying to take care of myself more. This is, you know, I'm, I'm, I realize I'm 33. I've got to do a little bit more for myself. So every morning I've been, I've been getting up and I've been making like smoothies and shakes and I've been putting, oh, what are those, those, they're like seeds. What are they called? Chia seeds, flax seeds. Flax seeds. That's yeah. right. I've been, been putting flax in yeah. my smoothies every morning. I haven't been eating big meals. I've kind of been like breaking it down to smaller. Mm-hmm. Snacks. That's exactly. Smaller snacks. And then to top it all off, I've been enjoying some relaxing chill time, listening to my favorite instrument. The sax. <laughs> Boston. Uh, fine. 19 innings, you know. <laughs> How many times do you rewrite the story? Oh my god, like 75 times. That's... I was so done too. I was just like, this is not. And what time did you I... get home late last night? No, I got in yesterday morning. So oh, yesterday morning. Yeah. My friend, 
got a job at Raptors, like the woman who's replacing Jim LaBombard. Oh, Jen yeah. Quinn. She's like my mentor. No way. Yeah, I heard so about we that. We were, I was night. actually just talking about her last night. Yeah, we were out last night to like celebrate and stuff, so that was nice. To That's an exciting move for her. So exciting. Yeah. I cannot wait. She's going to be so good. Is she? Yeah. yeah she's she, fantastic. Uh, I don't know her personally, mm-hmm. but I kind of heard about it for the last little bit that yeah. it was kind of coming down. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because she was on the beat when she was like young. Yeah. She did that when she was young. Whoa! (laughs) Shots fired. We're recording. Oh my god! Imagine. No, that's fine. You can tell her that. She knows. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys went out last night. She killed me, but yeah, we went out last night. So and we're going to the Jays game tonight. Hence why I'm wearing my Dodgers hat. (laughs) I was wondering as you came out, what am I wearing? Phillies. Phillies. I was. uh, Phillies. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Phillies. So I actually was literally trying to, I didn't want to do my hair today. No. And I was literally trying to pick what hat I'm going to wear. Mm-hmm. And the thing, just because of the building, the people I work with, yeah. I can't, like, all I want is color. Yeah. That's all I really want. <laughs> I just want different colors. And I can't wear, like, a Habs hat without yeah. everyone shitting on me right. here. Or, I don't know, Miami Heat. I guess they're red. Well, I guess Raptors are red. Yeah. They're more black and gold now, I but mean, I they're all, they'll always be purple to me. They're Are they purple to you? Yeah. Are you a basketball sure. fan? Uh, I was when I was a kid. I played when I was a kid. So, really? Yeah. Those long arms. I, it gives oh, it yeah. away. So yeah. short. Massive Definitely what you think about when you think basketball player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this girl, you look at me and you're like, for sure. I, uh... I played basketball. Well, I played basketball in elementary school yeah. when anyone can play basketball yeah, and make the team. Uh, but in high school... Believe it, like I played volleyball. Interesting. Oddly enough. Volleyball to me is like the hardest sport. Is it really? Yeah, like my, my, the minute, like the volleyball, you start bumping, my yeah. arms just like turn Go into red. like red sausages. Yeah. They're like super swollen and super painful. And I'm just like, I'm done here. <laughs> Time out. See, I like the whole beach thing. Yeah, fair. Uh, and that, that was, that kind of fed it too. I used to spend, I used to go up to Sobble every mm-hmm. single summer for a couple of weeks and, nice. and just kind of enjoy the beach and, and spend a week being beach bums, like putting peroxide in my hair <laughs> and it goes all blonde and I'd have like Hawaiian print shirts because oh I was 14 and clearly an outsider. Honestly, when I was in Baltimore, the number of people who were wearing Baltimore Orioles like Hawaiian shirts no. was insane. No. Yeah, it was yeah. so much. It doesn't I was in Baltimore for the draft uh last year, I guess yeah. it was. Right, right. It doesn't seem like the Hawaiian print kind of no. spot. No. Like where Absolutely not. where did they come up with this I great idea that no we're gonna make idea. everyone I don't know dress for a luau. I still think that the only redeeming part of Baltimore is Camden Yards, which is like super redeeming, so it like really evens out. But it's unbelievable. So I got to walk around so it was January when I was there and I got mm-hmm. to walk around because half of it's basically open. Yeah. Right? You can see you can walk through that little park area with yeah, all yeah. the statues and see the field. And I actually shot it because in my head I'm like, I would love to do a documentary on the game that they played in front of no fans. Oh yeah. And yeah. that's that's still in my head somewhere, something mm-hmm. I want to throw around. Throw around. Ah, no <laughs> pun intended. Um, but I took a wrong turn in Baltimore, which yeah, is you can't do that. really easy to do. Yeah, but you shouldn't. And so I turned like left when I should have just stayed by the water. Yeah. And, always stay by the water. And I turned left and I got like two blocks and everything went to shit. 
Like, every, I swore I was in a different city, mm-hmm. and there's, like, these gargantuan police officers wearing army fatigues and giant bulletproof vests patrolling in pairs, mm-hmm. and I'm still curious, Clay. Like, I'm wandering around, oh. and... I'm stopped at a stoplight and there's this giant officer and he kind of does a double take and looks at me and laughs. Do you know where you are? And I'm like, no. No. He's like, where are you staying? I'm like, oh, the other side of Camden Yards on whatever street it was. He's like, go back there. He's like, don't walk, take a cab because it was getting dark. Like it was probably, Mm -hmm. well, this was January, so it was probably six, seven Mm o'clock and the sun was going down. And so then I'm like, is it really as bad as it looks? Like, you, I'm kind of looking down and, and there's some like beat up. I don't want, you can't call them gentlemen's club because no gentleman that I know would ever show up there. <laughs> and I was like pretty beat up. And I'm like, is it as bad? He's like, here, let me tell you a story. He's like, last week, my partner and I were responding to a triple shooting in the middle of the street in broad daylight. Mm. And we show up, we're just assessing a scene, and like a white cube van goes roaring through a red light, smashes into the corner of a building, six guys jump out and start running down the street, and we had to chase them on foot. He's like, that was last week. And I'm like, cool, I'm going to take a cab. Thanks very much, officer. You're doing fine work. You're upstanding. Imagine. Imagine that's your life. No, I couldn't. Like, and what, do you get assigned to the shit cities? (laughs) <laughs> like, or do you choose? Um, no, like I'm the I'm the rookie, right? So I mm-hmm. do whatever like works. Sort of my schedule works around other people's schedules. Mm-hmm. So I actually got some good cities this year. Like I got to go to San Francisco and I got to go to Seattle. But San Francisco, I could not I get over the number of homeless people. In really? City. Yeah, it was, and, and and you know, my colleagues on the beat say that it gets worse and worse every year, and it's really? just, it's a really, it's like a really hard, it makes you feel a little bit heartsick because yeah. it's such a progressive city, yeah. and you know, they've got pride flags everywhere, and it's, and, and it makes sense geographically, it's small, so they're all sort of concentrated in one area. It's warm outside, I believe that the city gives them subsidies, mm-hmm. so they get like a sort of stipend every month, um, but it, it's like the, the homeless homelessness there is is out of control like I could not get over it I really didn't feel safe like walking on the streets at night in San Francisco I have a feeling everyone who's homeless is still making 35 to 45 thousand dollars a year (laughs) at a tech startup because it's impossible to find an affordable housing in San Francisco they're probably all doing all right for themselves they just (laughs) can't find a place to live oh my god because it's too damn expensive in San Francisco I'm going to be uh, so we're heading to LA next week right Thursday Mm -hmm. and and then I'm taking a couple days and I'm driving up the coast. Oh, I'm, good tr- for you. I'm driving right to Vancouver. Oh, nice. Um, and I had hoped to stay a couple extra days, but then I realized there's a midweek game. Yeah, Montreal. Have, right? Montreal, Montreal yeah, midweek. You can't miss Montreal midweek. I'm like, that midweek. spoiled everything. Yeah, so now I'm taking a Vancouver flight Wednesday morning. Wednesday. Oh, right? Landing. Or, no, like the 7 a.m. flight. Oh, and then you get in. And landing here at 2.30 or okay, whatever it is, gotcha. and I'll grab my crap and yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. But San Fran, I've been once before yeah. quickly. Right. Uh, actually, twice before very quickly, yeah. right, for a day each time. And so there's just a couple things I want to do there, and then I'll probably break up the rest of the drive. I want to stop in. I love Seattle. Like, I love yeah, Portland. There's so many great West Coast I cities. I haven't been to Portland yet, but I'm really no. excited to go. We'll have to drag you out. Yeah. So you, they divide up the cities you get to go to. Yeah. Like, I guess you kind of get whatever's left over. And the nice yeah, and like it's certain, and you know, for me this year, it was kind of like I've really never been to most places, yeah. so I'm perfectly happy to go wherever, you know? And then how do you wind up in some cities where 
Toronto FC is playing because you cover the Jays and I, I thought I'd never see you again. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh, this was fun. I got to know a new person. Bye. And then you're gone because you took another great sparkly job. Yes. But then I saw you in training. Was it training camp? I yeah, saw you for a couple yeah. Days. I went to Tampa. I just like pay attention to both and yep. then try and like sneak my way around yeah. up to TFC every once in a while. Like yeah. I came down for, there was one day when there was two of us at spring training and it was like a Sunday and I was in Clearwater. So I was yeah. like half an hour away from yeah. Tampa and I was like, okay, well I'll just like go up there. There's no need for two of us to be at Jays when one of us could be at Jays and one of us could be at TFC. Right. And they got killed by Chicago. And I remember thinking, oh, yeah. what is happening? And then I then That's, suddenly... They had a great preseason up until that and last up game. Up until then. And then Chicago was good. And it yeah. was super weird. Yeah. I have a bet going... You remember Devang? Yeah, yeah. I have a bet going from the beginning of the year that he said that Chicago would be top three. Interesting. In the, in the league. And I was like, not a chance. And no disrespect to Chicago, but the era that I've been in MLS... Yeah. They have not been a very good team. Absolutely not. And so I'm like, not a chance. I'm like, I'll even give you top four. The loser has to deliver a pizza to the winner's house because so you have to go to he's Vancouver. in Vancouver. No, yeah. no, I just oh, you just have call, to oh, I dial okay. up <laughs> okay. and 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 have a pizza delivered. And so now it's funny because as Chicago gets through the back end of the season yeah. and things kind of change for them, we're really watching the standings because right. we both want that damn pizza. Fair. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't want no. pizza all the time? So, so I'm really I'm the friend that enters a room with somebody and doesn't introduce them. Uh, mm-hmm. Laura Armstrong. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, how are Hi. you? Good, how are you? I'm it's great. the official, official, I don't know, introduction? Is that what official you call introduction, it? sure. Toronto star, reporter, That's writer, me. goddess? Goddess. Goddess. Absolutely. Yeah. Pain uh, in the ass. Oh, whose ass? <laughs> Nobody. Everyone. Everyone likes you. That's the, um, you have, from my opinion, you have went about your career where everybody on both sides of the pen likes you. I think everybody likes me because I am a pain in the ass. Oh, really? Yeah. That's my brand, are obviously. You, are you like a CNN reporter in a sports reporter body? Oh, God, I hope not. Where you're like, answer <laughs> the tough questions. Uh, I demand justice. Do you really think? I don't know if CNN reporters ask that. No, the tough ones. So, I couldn't, so I maybe, maybe I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am a CNN. I'm yeah. a Fox reporter. Maybe. I'm a no. Fox reporter in a sports body. Yeah, no, no. I don't know. I came from news, so I know how to answer. Yeah. yeah, I did news for like a year and a half. Oh, wow. Or so, maybe longer. Yeah, yeah. maybe two years. Yeah, yeah from the start <laughs> of my career until sports probably two years I don't know it seems like a long time ago where did you grow up Ottawa oh you're an Ottawa girl well I'm Barhaven girl oh so Barhaven is is like a suburb of Ottawa the fastest growing suburb in Ottawa (laughs) and I am angling to become its mayor one day (laughs) is it is it with no disrespect is it like the Scarborough of Ottawa or is it like the Oakville of Ottawa it's like I mean, you have to get past some fields to get there, yeah. so people think that it's really country, but yeah. then once you get there, it's like, we just got a Costco, that was like a pretty big deal. <laughs> but it's like, you've got all the things, you've got all the suburbia things, you've mm-hmm. got like the like you know movie theater and the Indigo and mm-hmm. the Walmart and like all of that stuff. So it's just like, it's like a smaller version of like Mississauga or maybe yeah. in, in the middle of a farm field. <laughs> I grew up in Newmarket, which is about an hour north. Yeah. And that is pr- like, it's like we have a Costco, we have a Silver City, or right. whatever they call it, Cineplex. Yeah. And 
you know, you have your little strip mall. You've got exactly. everything. I don't need to leave Barhaven. Kind of. But like, I don't. I Nothing's mean, happening. I, mean, I never really did when I was a kid. Nothing's like, happening go, in Barhaven. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to leave. But uh, yeah. You did. I did. You moved I to the did. city. Well, I moved to Halifax first. Oh, That's where to, I went to school. Where did you go? The University of King's College. It's like so, part of Dow. That or sounds affiliated like with Dow. really regal. Yeah, where'd it you is. go? I went yeah. to the University of the Kings that's, College. That's quite, that's exactly. It looks like a Hogwarts. Does it? Yeah, <gasps> it's a. It's like very. It's like a. They think that it's like Ivy League. I don't know uh-huh. if that's actually true, but um, I think it maybe like one <laughs> at one point in time was Columbia, and then there was a fire, <laughs> oh, it, yeah. so it like moved up to Nova Scotia. I believe it was Columbia, um, but they like have formal meals and stuff. They make us. They made us dress in like robes. So were you like stuff? Slytherin? I'm <laughs> absolutely Slytherin. I, was totally, I always yeah. respect the Slytherin. Yeah. Slicked hair back straight. Yeah, I can see that blonde hair. Yeah. Just greased right back. I'm like the female female Draco Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> the Harry Potter fan. Yeah, absolutely. Thank, thank goodness, because that joke would have died really hard if you weren't. You're like, Slytherin? Slytherin? What do you think I am? I saw a girl wearing a, I snake think a Raven, Ravenclaw yep. shirt the other day, yep. and I wanted to stop her and be like, what about you is Ravenclaw? <laughs> like, why would you pick Ravenclaw? I feel like it's, it's one step above Hufflepuff in my opinion but like <laughs> not not much well they're the Ravenclaw I'm gonna get toasted on the internet yeah for, saying you for this. sure uh, Ravenclaw are the bookworms yeah are they right right Hufflepuff are just like the dreamers like dreamy the eyed like everyone likes them but they don't really do anything yeah they're, maybe they're like the hippie kids we should all like, want to be Hufflepuff we should all exactly I think so because yeah. nothing's too serious no everything's just like no sweat off my back. No, but no one. I don't care them. about those owls or no. like whatever. <laughs> oh, you want me to play Quidditch? This seems yeah. like too much work. Yeah. I can just get baked in the backfield. Fantastic. Leave me alone. I'd read that version of Harry Potter too. <laughs> uh, I went down. Actually, the last two years while being in Orlando. Right. Did you I go went, to Harry Potter yeah, Land? Universal. Oh, I want to go it's, so bad. It is unbelievable. Yeah. It. I wish. It's great that I can do it as an adult because I can do it whenever I want mm-hmm. and not whenever my parents can afford mm-hmm. to take me. Mm-hmm. But if I was a kid, I would be losing my fucking oh, mind. Yeah. Like, because you can, you buy the wands, right? You can buy a wand. I want a wand so bad. Okay. So first off, next year, we go to Orlando. Okay, sounds good. We get this sorted. So sad. So you get the wands and it has like a little, I don't know, I don't understand like digital shit. It has a little mechanism on the top and you stand in front of certain cameras and it tells you the movement to do and like lights in a building will turn on or rain will come down in a select spot. It is, or things will move in the store window. It is. That's so cool. Unbelievable. That would blow every child's mind. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Or there's the kids that can't do it right. And right. A, and as then, soon as an adult, you just stand there and laugh. And you're like, oh, they're getting it all wrong. You're saying the wrong incantation, damn it. You're like, I got this. Yeah, it's a flick Step and then inside, a swoosh. <laughs> so it's, I've been there twice. I went there twice in two years. And I still haven't experienced everything. And I spent really? a full day there. Interesting. Which, I didn't realize it was that big. I thought it was just like a... Like, it's two areas. They're okay. smart. They they divide it between Universal Studios and Islands of Adventure. Oh, so very you, smart. Yeah, you have to pay more. To get yeah. everything. And Hogwarts, I think, is an Islands of Adventure. And Universal is kind of... It's Diagon Alley, oh, which is unbelievable. So cool. And they have Gringold's Bank and they have the dragon on top. Do they have the food? That's like what yes. I was always into. Like yeah. the frogs and the oh, butterbeer. They have butterbeer. Yeah. Frogs. 
mean, really? they're, cho- they're chocolate frogs. You want to? Ch- oh yeah, they do have chocolate frogs. Yeah, not the yeah. actual frogs. No, I was like, I don't eat regular frogs. <laughs> it's not. No. Sanitary. Just the chocolate frogs. I don't think. They have the chocolate frogs. They have the butter beer. They have uh, the three roomsticks, no, which okay. was the, yeah, the, the, the pub. The pub, yeah. For and sure. it, from the ins- I'll show you pictures afterwards. On the inside, it you swear you're sitting there and you're like, oh my goodness, that's where whatever. That's where Harry that brick was moves. And yeah, then, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's where they were talking about oh, this no, yeah, or that. Okay, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. And, and so I kind of lost my mind. I, uh, I got into it late. I was in a different field uh, altogether before I came into sports and what video. Was that? Oh, now we're getting deep. Mm. Uh, I had clients that that basically had various cognitive issues. Okay. And most of them had had like adult onset brain injury, mm-hmm. uh, and so they needed help, basically just putting the pieces together. Okay. And I just just in my ability and skill set, I'm able to kind of help and. And, and be patient and stuff, but you meet some of the most interesting people that also have some of the most eccentric likes and hobbies, and and I absolutely loved it for the mm-hmm. people. I loved it, and so I had one of my clients gave me the full all eight movies of mm-hmm. Harry Potter, and so this was probably only f- five six years ago, right? And I sat them down, and in a week I finished them all, mm-hmm. and I thought it was unbelievable. Yeah, and I haven't read the book, and everyone will criticize me for oh or the God, books. I have so not read the books, but I'm a. F- you gonna leave? She's leaving everybody. <laughs> Laura's just gotten up. Oh, there she goes. This is fun. Um, uh, yeah, I, well, I'm a film guy anyway. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, the movies, as, I mean, a book, like, Fiend, I used to read those books all the time. I'd read them six times over. They've all got cracked spines and whatever. My parents bought me, like, the, the like, collection for Christmas, like, yep. two years ago, the full books, and it's, like new ones so I can like display them yeah, yeah. and I was like I'm like 25 years old this is no. ridiculous <laughs> like I don't understand <laughs> and I was like crying I was yeah. so excited See, like I was like a real child th- about there's it. that piece of you saying this is ridiculous this is but ridiculous. I love it, I so, love it much. so much yeah best best gift of the whole Christmas I'm sure my parents know me so well yeah exactly no I've straight up put it on my list <laughs> <laughs> I really shouldn't have been surprised that I was a 25 year old getting Harry Potter books no. when you have a Christmas no. list <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. That has <laughs> that ha- the that Harry Potter, Potter books yeah, on the top of the list. Yeah. If your parents at 25, if they stray from your Christmas list, yeah. as soon as it doesn't say pony on it anymore, <laughs> if they stray Mine from your Christmas says list. pony on it every year. Number one? Pony. Not full size. Uh, no. Because like as an adult, you'd look rather funny riding a pony into town. True. True. Your feet would <laughs> I mean, maybe Bar-Haven's drag not, across the ground. Barhaven's not that... Um, not that rural and I'm not that tall so I might be able to make it work. You have to like tuck them up? <laughs> yeah, It's like you're right. riding a small motorcycle. There you go. You got your legs up to the side. Fantastic. Uh, so you're a big reader growing up. Were you the girl, okay, so being a reporter now, were you the girl with the notepad that ran no. around asking people questions? No, I was not the girl with the notepad. My mom used to always say to me though, she used to say, le nez s'il vous plaît, which was her way of telling me to stop being nosy. She was like, get your nose out of other people's business. And she said it in French because I grew up speaking English and French and she thought that it was less embarrassing like in front of other people. She could just be like, and then she would also say Laura two words and then the two words were be nice. So like those were our like secret, you're, yeah. be, you're behaving badly, yeah, yeah. you need to work on you. <laughs> so I guess I was always curious, yeah. but I was the girl who had three books on the go at all times, hmm. all over the house. Read a lot of like classics, mm-hmm. Jane Austen. I read oh, like, wow. uh, I was named after Little House on the Prairie, Laura Ingalls Wilder. So I read all the Little House on the Prairie books, Anne of Green Gables, like that kind mm-hmm. of thing that like, if you ever, if I ever in the future wind up with a daughter, that mm-hmm. would be, and for anybody, I think that mm-hmm. like, those are the people that, those are the books that you need to 
have your kids read because they just instill in you like such a fantastic. And Hardy Boys and Nancy Drew. Nancy Drew. I like, like Nancy Drew. On. Yeah. I didn't read Hardy Boys as much. No. no. You're selling me it. So I was the kid with the notepad. Yeah. That's, yeah. I ran around with the notepad taking notes because I thought everything was like some big mystery or some big crime. Oh, that's good. And everyone was always giving me tidbits or it's like, he's looking awkwardly to his left. <laughs> and I'd write that down. As I look awkwardly to my left, hey, Kylie, how you doing? I'm good. <laughs> I'm glad you're here too, as I look awkwardly to my left. No, I was I was taking notes on everything, and so I, I think I'm on search on the search for finding someone else who did it, because mm, right now I feel right, really alone. Right, But I'm sure other people, other weird kids like you. <laughs> other sure freaks other of nature that are like out that. there that are all yeah. by themselves, taking notes on everyone. No, I never... Lower strokes her hair with her right hand. Yeah. No, <laughs> Just considering, considering. No, I think that, uh, I think that I never really understood. I've always wanted to be a journalist, but I never really understood what being a journalist was until I did it. And even then it was like not what I expected. And I was just like super lucky that I still liked it. (laughs) (laughs) So what was the, what was the differences for you? What did you have your heart set on going into it? I don't know. I like, I think that I like used to want to be like a magazine editor, Mm -hmm. like, and mag- I think the the process of magazine is just so different. And now that I look back on it, the things that I always liked about journalism that have stayed and and have proven true is the deadline. Like I love being on deadline. I like the stress yeah. of it. I like yeah. the like sort of exhilaration of it. And like magazines just like don't. Not to say that there aren't lots of deadlines over mm-hmm. a month of magazine, but I like the like sort of immediacy of newspaper of like the website, which obviously magazines have too. But you like you you do something and then the next day it's in the newspaper mm-hmm. and then you get to go and you get to do something completely different. Like that's my favorite part about the job is that you do something different every day. But I think that like like a lot of people. I thought that this job was a lot more glamorous than, <laughs> than it actually it turns is. Out to be, you know? You're like, like, oh, this is work. Yeah. Oh, it turns out this is an actual job. <laughs> <laughs> you work a lot yeah. and you work weird hours and like all that stuff, which is fantastic. But, and I love it. But I mean, maybe when you're Anna Wintour or Meryl mm-hmm. Streep, your devil wears Prada, whatever, like those people live glamorous lives. But my, I don't, don't walk around like that on a regular basis. What are my favorite movies? Yeah. Actually, Devil Wears Prada, and I don't know how it it became one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of just hit me at the right time, and, and and it was that the aspiring journalist, I think, side of it that kind of right. gets caught up in a world they didn't expect to be in, mm-hmm. but found their footing yeah. there. They spend like a third of the movie in Paris, which I absolutely love. Yeah. It's one of my favorite cities. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Meryl Streep. Meryl, I mean, you can't go wrong yeah. with Meryl. Emily Blunt, though. Like, she was my favorite. And she, she was just, she wasn't she the Emily was, Blunt that we no, know. No, 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 not at all. At all. No. But, but she, she plays she this really, so good. Yeah, yeah, stuck up. Yeah. She uh, she goes on the diet and she says that every time I'm about to feel sick, I have a cube of cheese <laughs> and it makes me feel better or something. I'm almost at my goal weight. And I'm like, oh my so God. that's how you get that's thin. That's how it works. I eh? figured it out. I think it's smoking. I think smoking is the answer to getting thin. Is it? I think all the celebrities smoke. (laughs) I think that's why they're all thin. (laughs) So, so far, we're promoting smoking for everyone. (laughs) Smoking and being And starving yourself. Yeah. One cube of cheese a day keeps... 
the wait away? Honestly, there's no chance for me. You give me one cube of cheese, like I'm gone for days. (laughs) (laughs) I will keep going until it's done. I'll go down a black hole. Yes, black hole of cheese. I asked you what you wanted on your rider. I was like, you're pretty important, Laura. You know, you're coming here. Super big deal. Yeah, super big deal. (laughs) What did you need? And you said nothing. And I was totally willing to get the eight pound bag of M&Ms and only pick out the blue ones. I don't remember where when you emailed me that, but I remember being very tired. And like, <laughs> I was like, I remember, I think I was at the Fenway. I, I don't remember what time of day it was and I don't, I'd like to think that it was after the game was because then I'd have a real reason to, <laughs> to be, be tired, tired, but I'm not sure that it was. I think it might have been mid-afternoon. Um, but I remember like, turning to a colleague and I was like what do I like and he was like looked at me and he didn't understand the context of I didn't explain it to him so I was just like what do I like and he was like I'm done with you what demands can I make from this little fool and you said nothing I know it's like never I'm never gonna get that opportunity again no you'll have to come back Okay. And then you can have a really long I list. I love a list. Yeah, you can, you, you can double your list. Oh. You can bring it all with you. I'll pick out all the green M&Ms or blue ones or whatever ones you like. And then we'll just have an hour of eating, eating. in front of a microphone. The thing is that when people bring me food, it's not ideal. Like we, I did a podcast <laughs> the other day with like under the cosh, I think is what it's called. And they had like a big bowl of salt and vinegar chips. And I think that like half the podcast, which I didn't actually read, was just me eating. And then I kept like sticking a chip in my mouth and then having an opinion and then <laughs> <laughs> not even chew it, but like just wait till it disintegrated in my mouth. Cause I didn't want to put it on the microphone. Yeah. It was so bad. That's when they were, replace all the pop filters because it's got all little bits of chips in it oh my god they had this one microphone in the middle of the table for four of us Mm -hmm. and at the beginning um one of the guys said you like just speak a little bit loudly because we want to be able to hear you and i was like my voice tends to sort of carry so i'm just gonna speak normal and he kind of seemed skeptical about that and then he played like back in the intro and he's like, your voice does carry yeah. when it's like screeching through yeah. the microphone. You've got like, like yeah. it, it, it cuts through the hum, <laughs> right? And that's what it actually, because I've worked, you know, I've been in sports for a while mm-hmm. and I've been part of like the in arena editions mm-hmm. uh, and, and that process, you realize that anyone's voice that sits in the hum like mine naturally doesn't cut through and no one, if you're on the concourse, no one will hear you right. and you have to push yourself into a space that you're like, people don't usually, whatever, speak at this frequency. And so yours is perfect. It's loud. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm fine with it. It's I can, <laughs> if you're across the stadium, I can always hear you, yeah. which makes, I'm like, oh, Laura's here. here. It also doesn't help that every time I walk into TFC, I get so excited that I'm yelling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, oh my goodness. I'm, I'm here. Did you miss me? Everybody's like, no, <laughs> not for one I second. I'm trying. When did we first meet? I don't know. I, I was thinking about this this morning and I have no idea. I can't go back too far because I'm like, well, you weren't here during the Ryan Nelson days. No, like I was here. I only started in 2015, in August of 2015. So I've what? like never seen TFC be bad, oh, which is well, weird. That's, that's amazing. I Forget actually think weird. that I should get paid more. 
for that. I'm definitely, <laughs> you the, get good, a definitely the good luck charm. Yeah. If, yeah. You know, they put retired players on those like ambassador contracts. I should get one of those. Yeah. And Absolutely. your name on the wall of yes. honor. Yes. Laura Armstrong, Laura Armstrong as builder and good luck charm. Yeah. Laura Armstrong existed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 2015 too. Basically, who knows? like a pretty, yeah, exactly, and like a pretty, like important Laura was here. I'll just graffiti the wall. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll go at night no. and spray paint it. They'll be like, "Who was that?" Oh no, I don't know. Now it's on record. We'll have to edit this out. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. we we want our plan to come to fruition, I think we could do it. So 2015. 2015. So that would have yeah. been right uh, after the Women's World Cup. The first full year of. This is not supposed to be a sports podcast. First full year of Greg Vanny. First full year of Greg Vanny. Mm-hmm. Um, so when he leaves, I'll have to go. He's a pretty great guy to work with. That's why. Because yeah. I'm never going to be able to work with... A I'm, bad like, coach. so blessed like in my career to have worked with... You know, Toronto is so lucky to have John Gibbons and Greg mm-hmm. Vanny and um, Dwayne Casey, too. Like, I haven't done a lot of Raptors, but I've done some. John Herdman, like, everybody John that Herdman's I've dealt with. John yeah. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like, even... I came in, I guess, last year, the first time I worked with them and, you know, operating a camera and trying to get in people's faces during quiet times is not the most enjoyable thing. No one, I don't, I feel awkward doing it. I don't even like doing it. Mm -hmm. But John was great, completely understood the process. Mm -hmm. He said, whatever you need, let me know. And then at a point you kind of get a sense that, okay, he wants to focus and Mm -hmm. then you you go on your way. But John's great to work with. I feel everyone has this experience who works in sports, like just the person who shuts you out. Hmm. Like just whether it's a coach or a player, the experience, and you have to name names, but can you recall an experience where someone just was not giving you anything just because they (laughs) felt like being difficult? Oh yeah. I feel like that happens more than you would think that it happens. Nobody who has like necessarily consistently done that. It's just like, uh, oh, today I'm grumpy. Yeah. Which like I get to a point, many days I'm grumpy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like if you wanted to stick a microphone in my face and I might not be super happy, but yeah. then at the same time I'm like, okay, pal. Like you're being paid yeah. an obscene amount of money and part of the the job that you're doing is to speak to the media yeah. and I just, there's, there's a certain level of expectation. But then there's some guys who and girls, women, um, who, you know, are great one day and, and aren't so great the next day. Yeah. And I, that's what I get. It's when yeah. you're like sort of perennially like, ugh, media. Yeah. I'm just like, okay. I used to, there was a coach uh, that I worked alongside with and he would kind of tilt his head down, mm-hmm. lift his eyes up when he didn't like the question, mm-hmm. not answer you and mm-hmm. just make you feel like you're the biggest yeah. piece of crap in the world. Mm-hmm. And that drove me nuts because, like, I don't know, I don't go in there trying to be bad. No. It's not my aim. No, exactly. I think I just, it just, I find it very frustrating, those situations, because it's like, I'd much rather you say, that's a dumb question, and explain to me why right. you think it's a dumb exactly. question, and then we can have a back and forth, which might end with me agreeing with you, it might end with you agreeing with me, it might end with us just saying, we're going to have to agree to disagree on yep. this situation, but at least we can have a back and forth about it, because... That shows a level of respect between you and the person that you're covering. Right. And I think that we know that they, everybody within these organizations does a heck of a lot of work. And I would hope that they know that we do a heck of a lot of work on the other end too. And like the reason that I am involved in sports, the reason that I love my job is because I think sports means something mm-hmm. to people. And I think that it brings people together. And I think that it's a language that is universal. Mm-hmm. And, and especially now in the world that we live in today, it is so important to have these things that 
bring distractions. Yeah, exactly. Distractions yeah. and just things that, that bring you sort of warmth and, and yeah. fill your heart, um, in a way that a lot of other things can't do. Um, so, you know, when you have that belief, it's just like important to me that they respect it, that I respect it. And it's easier. I think if we sort of work together. Yeah. Most of the time. To get the 19 words that I need out yeah, of your mouth. Exactly. Like, it's not, we're not asking you to sacrifice your firstborn. No, I don't want your firstborn. I, I know. 100% I don't I, I give can't it to handle me. children I, like, for more than two minutes. I, you know, I, I'll look at it. <laughs> oh, that's like, nice. Very cute. But it's like, once you show me thir- the third picture, I'm like, you know what? This small child looks the same in all Talk to me when they're four. Do you have friends that that are starting to have families and post every baby picture Mm -hmm. alive? Mm -hmm. (sighs) I'm not like quite there yet. I'm like at the point where like I'm I'm older siblings Mm -hmm. is more. Mm -hmm. And like I actually like the kids on Instagram. Because oh, yeah? like they're not they don't around talk. me, yeah. <laughs> you know. Like I'm like I can appreciate that very cute picture of that very cute kid that you just posted, but like I, I just you know I find I do find sometimes that because I'm a woman, especially in this mm-hmm. um, industry, that there there are people who want to talk about their kids, and that's mm-hmm. very nice. And like I like kids, and you know I, if you show me a cute picture of your kid once a week, like cool, yeah, I'll I'll. Respond or whatever, but it's like if you continue to show me pictures of your kids, like stop, like I just don't want to see that many, and I'm busy. And (laughs) you can't relate. Just because I have ovaries doesn't mean that I like, (laughs) you know, have this instinct to want to see every photo that you've taken. That's why I feel the smartphone has ruined it for everybody because now they'll take a million pictures Mm -hmm. and they don't have to take it to Black's Photography or whatever and get it developed Mm -hmm. and wait and then sort through all the out of focus ones. Mm -hmm. Now someone can just take endless photos of their child Mm -hmm. and destroy the world with it. (laughs) Just shatter my sense of being. It's, I don't want to say it's terrible, but it's an atrocity. Yeah. It really is. There's like three things wrong with this world. Smartphones. Famine. Trump. Trump. Just like that. <laughs> if I could solve the world in three ways, that would be it. Yeah, when we were in Tampa, I was in Tampa at the beginning of the year. Like mm-hmm. my first, I think it was my first Jays series. I think he was the night of the State of the Union, the beginning mm-hmm. of April, if I'm remembering that correctly. And there were all these like parking lot Trump supporter parties and I was like get me out of here yeah. like I need to be away from this especially yeah. like as a woman who you you're so close to how many sentences am I going to say that start with as a woman on this uh, podcast but, I'm impressed I'm not even going there <laughs> yeah no but like like the prospect of a female um president for mm-hmm. all of her you know perceived faults and whatever was just so fantastic. And I remember at like nine o'clock on election night, just mm-hmm. for the first time realizing, cause I lived in like a Twitter bu- bubble of progressive people mm-hmm. that, you know, this ultimately wasn't going to happen at like, you know, just sort of thinking like people are smarter than this. Right. Yeah. And at like nine o'clock on election night, I had a bunch of friends over. We had a lot of great snacks, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> including beef jerky. <laughs> I don't know why that was there, but we did. And like, just like my heart sinking, thinking yeah. this is not going to happen. Yeah. And I was just like, probably at the time more concerned about the fact that Hillary wasn't 
like we weren't going to have a female president yeah. than I was about the who, who was probability coming in? of who was like who <laughs> as was the male in. president. Yeah. So probably. it was a shock. I, I remember I was flipping through the three major U.S. Yeah. networks just to get a well-rounded opinion of how the night was unfolding. Mm-hmm. I remember at about 20 after 10 and Eastern time. And that's everyone pretty much knew. Yeah. Like they had their boards where they're like, well, you know, if Ohio swings blue yeah. and we get this state, this state, this state, and the recount comes in in these four other states in mm-hmm. favor, then it could happen. But everyone knew it was over. I remember there being this calm for about two minutes and they went to a satellite reporter and he for two minutes took ownership. And he said, I think this is a really large uh, eye-opener for us in the media mm-hmm. that we spent more time speaking to our own beliefs than we did listening to what the people mm-hmm. were, were wanting and where their hearts were. And it was this really touching moment for media, having worked for myself, you know, not in news, but in media for almost 10 years now, mm-hmm. just that some can be that honest and that heartfelt and, and have that self-awareness, I think, in the moment. And then not three minutes later, they go back to their stupid board with blue and red squares, and the person's like, well, we like to call these the Budweiser states, so the Budweiser votes. They're, they're your middle-aged, undereducated men that blah, blah. And I was like, oh, and you just did it to yeah. yourself. <laughs> do you find any, I wasn't going to go down this road, but oh, do you but find any faults in the, in the media? at all and, and how that all played out because there was a lot of it seemed to polarize the media as yeah, much as it has polarized sure. the uh, the population I don't know I don't know that I paid attention to it like well enough it all sort of made me feel sick so yeah. I just like read the headlines <laughs> and read Daniel Dale who's our, our guy in Washington from the star who's mm-hmm. fantastic um, and has covered a shit show before because he covered Rob Ford so yeah. he knows how to, how to do it well but the uh, stuff everyone in the clown car and wheel them out together on the back of an elephant I would, it's amazing I would not want to be a part of that yeah. that sounds terrible um, <laughs> but uh, yeah no I don't know I think that I think that the media just I'm like I've become a fiercely big supporter of the media ever mm-hmm. since Trump has been in office just simply because I, and I think I probably see faults less than I used to because yeah. I, the, this like concept of the media and the press infuriates me and like I'll, I'll even like you know my my mom and dad will say talking about sports when my dad's talking about Arsenal and being like oh the press say this and I'm like the press like, can we stop that like, what do you, you know? mean you yeah. people oh you know the press is gonna make a big deal out of Alexis Sanchez smiling or not smiling and I'm just like okay like let's rein it in David like <laughs> this is too much here so what, what did your parents do growing when you were growing up they're real estate agents oh both of them and so my mom know. was a stay, my mom stayed at home with us um until I was like 11 yeah it was like the worst moment of my life when she was like I'm going back to work and I was like no, no! um yeah so they work at a family my family owns a real estate company in in Ottawa, so so we should actually move to just outside Ottawa. Probably that may feel, feel like the sticks because they have their finger on the pulse. Oh yeah, they know what's going on in Barhaven. The, they yeah, know yeah. that yeah. Barhaven is the place to yeah, be. Yeah, and and also the housing prices there. Are they mint? They are not Toronto, no. that's for sure. <laughs> have you thought about trying to buy yeah. at all in Toronto? Oh, have I ever. It's impossible. Well, it's one of those things. You you grow up as a child of real estate agents, and that was mm-hmm. always, like, for us, that was just, like, for my brother and I, it was just, like, something that we were going to do because yeah. that's how you invest your money. And yeah. now it's just like, okay. Uh, <laughs> so I'm I like, stick I'm in like, the mattress. You have to have, like, those conversations about how am I going to invest 
because clearly I will not be investing <laughs> in the house that I expected that I was going to be investing in. So. I'll get a bachelor pad yeah, exactly. condo yeah. that doesn't have parking, maybe a small locker. That'll be half a million dollars. Yeah. And then maybe when I've paid 10% of that off, I might be able to upgrade to a junior one bedroom. Oh my God. I can't even talk about it. Like it's just it's too heartbreaking. much. It's so much. Yeah. I almost consider how bad it would be to commute from Barhaven. <laughs> I might be able to do it. Like I might be able to sacrifice those hours of my days. I've driven to Barhaven and back house. before in one day. Yeah. You can do it. We used to come down for TFC games. My dad and I. Every really? time. Well, when, when Thierry Henry was playing for the Red Bulls, yeah. we would drive down to see Thierry Henry and drive back. And drive back. Yeah. I, uh, we had the Toronto FC had the game in Ottawa this year. Right. And two in yeah, Montreal. Yeah. And I've, I've done, well, the one in Montreal. So the Ottawa right. game, the Montreal oh, yeah, game, drove, I did there right. and back. Yeah, yeah. Same day. Right. Which I don't mind. I've done it before and yeah. I don't mind time in the car. No. Like I get to, it's actually easy. I can't email. Yeah. I can't talk work. I right. can't edit anything. You can't it's, put it's, on the music can, and sing and like, or listen to podcasts or whatever. Right? It's yeah. almost like a vacation yeah. for me. Yeah. For those five hours there and back in the car. What kind of music are you into? Country. Country? Yeah. So. Country, rap. I get like, I listen oh, wow. to like old school rap a lot. Like Wu-Tang. And <laughs> <laughs> those are polar opposites. I know. <laughs> You're as divided as the American people right now yeah. when it comes to your music You taste. know, it depends on what, like regularly I listen to country yeah. and then when I need to get pumped up, I listen to rap. Wasn't it Jason Aldean? Didn't he have a song where he kind of like rapped in a country song? I feel like a lot of them are starting to do that. Thomas Rhett does it a yep. little bit. And you know, then you had like the classics when you just some, suddenly Nelly is rapping on a Tim yeah. McGraw song. Yeah. And you're like, what's happening here? Um, Thomas Rhett, he, uh, he's great. I'm trying, is he the guy out of Florida? Does he do this, the girl, the song about the Southern girl? I could actually almost say, does he do the song about the pickup truck and the Southern girl? Yeah, I mean, you're not really helping And I'm not that far. I don't know. Thomas Rhett? I don't know. He does, he does a song called Vacation where he sort of raps and then you look good in my t-shirt. That's one. Um, I can't remember his first song. I sing I sing Kylie country songs all the time. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, I just Kylie, you're a cottage goer. Yeah. You're so, someone who likes the Great White so North. You, so you like country music? I don't. No, okay. I actually don't. Okay. Any any time a person looks at me, they're like, "You're a country girl, aren't you?" I'm like, like, "No, I'm no, not." Not at all. No, which surprises me. So every time, like, uh, we were at the Canada Jamaica game, working it, one mm-hmm. uh, of recently. And there's the Canadian National Exhibition going on and right. the country stage right outside. Oh, and I'm like, can we just stand here so I can sing the lyrics to the song <laughs> that's being played? Because it made me so happy. And it was like hit after hit oh of covers. God. I was, I was I'm just standing there waiting. You're just like, like I um, want to go. <laughs> I don't know this yeah. song. Can we go? <laughs> I always hate it when, like last year I had tickets to the Dixie Chicks. And the same night that the Dixie Chicks played, TFC played and it was like a it was like a Canadian championship or something that just like popped up and it was so annoying because from the press box you can see what it's called Budweiser stage or now whatever you can see it so I could see the Dixie Chicks where I I should be the Dixie Chicks and I was like what am I doing here that's heartbreaking it's that's one of the crazy things about the job that maybe people don't realize is the amount of stuff you have to give up on yeah Friends' birthdays, mm-hmm. weddings I've missed. Yeah. Every holiday known to man. Mm-hmm. We, at one point, there was a group of us here when I was much younger. In my younger <laughs> days. When I was a youth. When I was a youth. Um, 
we, we formed what was called Misfits Holidays mm-hmm. and it'd be Misfits, Misfits Thanksgiving and Misfits Christmas because yeah. we could never get back. Mm-hmm. NBA was always, there'd always be uh, games on, there there'd always right. is games on Christmas yeah. Day and then we generally have a Boxing Day game through mm-hmm. one of our teams that we'd mm-hmm. have to work on. Thanksgiving was always a write-off because hockey's picking up at that point and during Canadian Thanksgiving and Raptors are in preseason and so we just picked like the, it had to be like a, Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday, where there's no games within two weeks, the actual date. Yeah. And we'd get a big turkey. Yeah. And just all eat it and laugh. And we'd sometimes we'd theme it. And like one was like hunter gatherer. And so you had to basically dress up as Pocahontas Mm. or like. Yeah. I dress as Pocahontas. That's why I remember that. Or lumberjack is the other option. But we miss everything. Like that's what, and that's yeah. one of those side bits that yeah. you don't plan no, for you when you're 11 you year old. No, that's it. Right. Like, I think that like, especially this year we've like with blue Jays, it's completely different again, where you, you've started, you started over the last year and a half, I developed sort of a routine with TFC and then you, you switch to blue Jays and it's a completely different world. Um, and yeah, it's, it's hard mm-hmm. and I, I hate being away from it. Mm-hmm. I like don't like when I'm there half the time. Like not that I don't like it, but if I'm if I'm there and I'm missing something, yeah. then I'm frustrated because I like I'm like you don't know how to have work life balance, no. try and figure yeah. something out. But when I'm not there, I'm like I was at a wedding in Vancouver. Uh, Congratulations. I didn't even know you were engaged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's good. You should tell my mom. Um, <laughs> I think we'd get along. Yeah. And I was like waking up in the middle of the night and mm-hmm. like sitting up in my bed and wondering why I wasn't in Fenway Park for some reason. Like I was, I was stressed. They weren't even in Fenway. They weren't there. I wasn't there. Like, I don't know why I would, but I was like, Oh, I need to get my media credential because like, I'm like, where am I? And I like texted my like mentor at the time. And she was like, you're crazy. Like you need to stop. But I think it's just like the first year on the beat sort of like jitters. You just like, Whatever. And I'm just like such a control freak yeah. that it's just like, at least if I'm there, I know everything is in. Yeah, and everything's in my control. Know. Yeah. Like I, I won't miss anything. No, exactly. It's, it's basically like really pathetic FOMO. Times you're not even 12. missing like crazy stuff. No. You're not even missing like epic moments in no. people's lives. Sometimes you're at the games and you're like actually missing epic missing, moments in yeah. people's lives. And the I don't wake up in the middle matter. of the night no, like, about that. Oh my goodness. I didn't pick up my shoes yeah. for the wedding. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, never. So no, it's pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's so pathetic. Okay. So I, I see your pathetic card and I'm going to raise you. Oh God. Working in sport, having grown up in sports mm-hmm. and then working in sports, when I've I've always lost control of the work-life balance, but it sometimes hits like 11, mm-hmm. like where you're just way overboard. Mm-hmm. And I know it because I start having dreams where I have been asked to suit up for the team. <laughs> and so earlier, I grew up playing hockey. Earlier, when I was on the hockey side, it made a little bit more sense. Mm-hmm. Now I'm soccer in soccer, a game I've never played and really have no skill at. And I kid you not, probably... Four or five weeks ago, I had a dream where Greg Vanny said, okay, Clayton, we're really short guys. <laughs> we need, in order to play this game, to dress whatever, to 16 guys, yeah. or 15 guys, whatever it is. You're going to put on the kit <laughs> and you're going to sit at the end of the bench and you will not move. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like my father was speaking to me. He's yeah. like, you're going to fold your hands in your lap. <laughs> you will not look at anyone or speak to anyone. You will not move. And I woke up 
first of all, stressed out because I'm like, oh my goodness, I have to get ready for the match. But I woke up laughing. <laughs> I've got to get ready for that. <laughs> I woke up laughing that my dreams have evolved for me like playing in a Leafs game yeah. to sitting at the sitting end of the, the bench, bench for TFC just so they can qualify to have enough players so uh, they can actually play the people that are real. And I got a kick out of that. Honestly, I like fully trust that Michael Bradley would not let you look like a fool even if they put you on the field. He'd be like, don't worry, just do this. <laughs> and anytime you screw up, I'll, I'll fix it for you. Uh, yeah, that's, I, don't, I don't think Michael and I have that relationship. I, do, I, don't, I think I he's don't, like, you go stand in the corner, you're the corner flag <laughs> in our end and don't move. And you can throw the ball in. We'd rather play with 10 men than play with you. You can still, you can still throw out screw up your throw-ins <laughs> you could totally do that no i could just Gotta throw it straight. i could just throw it to justin morrow like i'm the ball all, boy yeah i'm the true. ball boy. i throw it to justin morrow who does the actual throw-in yeah that's what you should do. <laughs> that's definitely there, what that's i should it. do there i'm gonna go. wear one of the pink t-shirts at bemo field and run oh around collecting God. balls there's I mean, that would be fun there's this clip you should never be on your phone while working i understand this wow but sometimes there like sometimes we have multiple cameras uh -huh. and so all the like i'll have a PA hopefully with each camera and I'll be texting them like hey I need you guys to move here move there and I want to say it was just maybe close to two years ago I was on my phone and I look up I'm on the touch line right mm -hmm. by the bench and all I see is a ball heading towards me and I receive it with my left foot and I kick it back out with my right foot mm -hmm. and Greg Vanny gave me the weirdest look of like, the, he was coming over to retrieve the ball. He's like, oh, I'll just toss up my player and then throw it back right. in. He's like, the fuck was that? <laughs> and it went back in. And so I clipped it out of the game because I was, you can see me on the broadcast, oh like receive God. the ball and kick it back in. You're like, I'm so good. I, I, right? You should I'm put like, it all on your highlight reels and send it to, gonna, send yeah. it to some teams. <laughs> I could send it to Jack Dodd, who's the head scout for TFC. There you go, you like, got Jack, it. You totally got to get me into your academy. <laughs> I might not be able to make the senior team, but like the U18 team, I think I can. Yeah, for, I'm right there. They're in pods, right? <laughs> my age doesn't matter. It's just my skill level. I think you guys can help me out. Oh, my God. When, we, when I was in Baltimore over the weekend, it's like a really low press box. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the second lowest in the league after in Major League Baseball after uh, San Francisco. And I was 100% sure. Like I told everybody, I was like, there's no way I don't get smoked in the face. <laughs> Oh. Like I'm a hundred percent sure it's gonna happen because I'm like the most accident prone person. I've been walking around Jays all summer with like certain <laughs> like ailments. Like had this fell off a boat. Like hit, oh. all, like thought I broke my tibia. Like can obviously did. Can you tell me this story? No, that's, that's like that's basically you it. I was fell at off a, a boat. I was at a friend's cottage yeah. and um, it was like early morning people always are like were you drunk and I'm like no, no I was not but we like went for a swim and then there was like a the dock normally had stairs yep. and then the stairs had like broken or something for that weekend and so you had to climb up the back of the speedboat and you had to sort of make a little bit like of a leap yeah. from the boat to the the dock. the dock and as I was leaping I was saying to my friends I'm too klutzy to be doing this and I just like hit the deck like so hard <laughs> I still have like a like oh. it's been like six weeks and I still have like a bump up like dent in my leg <laughs> so oh. I just like it was ultimately That's fine terrible. because I just like lay in a sun 
thing to unshare for the rest of the weekend and my friends got me stuff. Right, you so, had an excuse not yeah. to move. Within like an hour, we got to the point where we were like, okay, can we start drinking now? Like, am I, <laughs> like my leg's not broken. We probably don't have to go to the hospital. Like, we can have some wine. So, Which is perfectly acceptable at 10 a.m. Yeah. anywhere. For sure. Yeah. It was 5 o'clock somewhere. If I, if I do not start my day with a glass of scotch no oh, i'm joking God. yesterday I when i was on the porter flight back at like 11 o'clock i was like can i and then i was like no <laughs> that's you the, when you're in a lounge uh like the air canada lounge i think they start putting everything like the alcohol out it's locked away yeah but they put it out at like 10 30 or 11 and i'm like well they think it's okay yeah, so it must be and i feel like i'm in an international space you yeah. know there's international waters i'm not in a time zone no. when i'm in an airport because you have people coming in then it's morning for them and people leaving then it's evening and all the time zones can be in one spot so i'm in international time space and so i can drink at any point usually when i'm in an airport i don't know what day it is <laughs> are you traveling a lot more this year do you find yeah for yeah. sure travel a lot more i mean i didn't travel that much for tfc yeah i did for like the playoffs and i i i expect that that'll happen again i did salt lake for tfc this oh. year the beginning of the I year remember, actually opener. i remember that yeah, yeah. that was That's, cold it's, yeah it was beautiful it's, it's gorgeous out there cold it's Weird as fuck that city. Yeah, it is super weird. When we, <laughs> we were, I was getting in, and there was there were these like Mormon young women who had obviously just come back from a mission. Mm -hmm. At the time, I, it was not obvious to me other than the fact that they were greeting each other, and it seemed like they'd been gone for a long time. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those airports where you go down two escalators to get to the baggage claim. So mm -hmm. I get on the escalator and I'm coming from two weeks at spring training. So I'm already like, I'm like towards the end of my, my trip. So I'm probably looking pretty bad at that point. And there's like a crowd and I'm not <laughs> like really give a shit meters and all yeah, time. Low. Like real leggings, <laughs> like ball cap, you know, sunglasses situation. But there, I look down and I'm not really paying attention at this time, but there's like a hundred people and they have balloons and like signs and like whatever. And then these women get on the escalator behind me and like, we're, I'm right at the top. They're like two steps behind me and everybody starts cheering for them. And I'm and just like, I was just like, I need to get off. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I am not done. And like, it was one of those things where I just like, I didn't know what to do and yeah. like I didn't know what, to, what like face to make so I like I considered turning around because I didn't want to like <laughs> get out of the way yeah. let them pass like, yeah like can you guys go like congratulations yeah. on the I'm sure very worthwhile <laughs> work that you just did I like you know probably had too much to drink in yeah. Florida last before. night <laughs> and <laughs> and then everything is way more confusing mm, too yeah. you're like oh I feel terrible why are these people yelling is it for me why am I here yeah what city am I in do they think I converted? Well, that's the am thing. I, the am I supposed to? Do I have to sign up to be a Mormon when I get to the bottom of the escalator? I don't know a lot about Mormon culture, but I did watch a lot of Sister Wives. I like, <laughs> I do watch a lot of TLC. So, like, I don't know, like, what the case is. So I was just like, get me off this escalator. I've never wanted to be off something more in my More life. than the escalator <laughs> in Salt Lake City. Just because I wanted them to have their due, and I really felt like I was the girl who was, like, just 
sh- in shambles in the way of yeah. like this fantastic <laughs> celebration that was happening. If I ever do something that merits like a hundred people coming to the airport to welcome me, yeah. I will be pretty impressed with myself and I won't want some like mess of a human getting in the way of that. Yeah. Just move. Why yeah. don't you? <laughs> like, why are you here? Yeah. I mean, that place though is stunning. Apparently there's a fantastic me- Mexican restaurant too. That's oh. like was on like diners, drive-ins and dives, which is also mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows. And Kurt Larson and I looked for it forever. And mm-hmm. then apparently we couldn't find it. Couldn't find it so. We went out uh, one of the nights because Salt Lake City were there for an extra day. Mm-hmm. We went out one of the nights and you couldn't order a beer mm-hmm. without ordering food with it. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. I understand that when you were, when, like, I don't, I don't, I don't think this is the case now because it didn't happen to me, but the sports writers um, who had been there for, like, been covering them for many years um, said that you used to have to sign a form and, like, go somewhere and, like, give them your passport and sign a form to say that you could drink. And then, because it was just like, it was not allowed. Yeah. Yeah. Bone dry city. We used uh, the first time I had gone, I think closed it like the bars closed at midnight. Yeah. We went we went out to like a, a spot mm-hmm. like it was not just a pub or something. Right. We went to a spot and it closed at 12. But last call, they did it at like 20 after 11. Yeah. And we're like, this is miserable. Mm-hmm. And and you know the way it goes. You have a long day or whatever. Or you get out of a game. By the time you get back. It's 100% it, it's against maybe a sports writer or a sports person knows. <laughs> other than the actual athletes. It's all the best bars. Yeah. All the best spots to go to. Yeah. And how well it just helps you unwind. Yeah, Like absolutely. really, your brain's going, at least for me, I don't know about you. I know yours. Your stuff's great. Your brain's going a million miles My a minute. My brain is probably going slower than most people's brains. And because I know this because when I get home, everybody's all like, oh, I got to stay up for three hours because my brain's going crazy. I'm like, I can go to bed really? right now. No problem. Like sometimes it's difficult for me to get through the door. Oh, yeah, no, and I, I don't always get that. sometimes eat like something ridiculous before I go to bed, and like or like have a cup of tea and like have a chocolate bar, and then I'm just like, oh, okay, caffeine, well, caffeine, caffeine, sure caffeine. I can sleep now and like no problem. When I, I got wish- home at three o'clock in the morning from the 19 innings the other day, I like went to the little hotel like whatever and got myself like a tea and a cookies and cream bar. It's the right right beside the front desk. Yeah. yeah. Super like super high sugar content and I was like I'm just going to eat this and go right to bed. <laughs> like that doesn't make That's sense. That's your superpower. Ugh. That is totally sleeping, your super- sleeping anywhere. When we like travel, I traveled in Europe after uh, university graduation with mm-hmm. a couple of girlfriends and every time we got on the train it, they like would sit together and I would sit somewhere like yeah. if there was there was three of us so if there was an extra seat then I would always sit there because I was like out like a light the second it started moving I'm jealous I can't especially when traveling that's usually when I'm the most awake mm-hmm. because I'm I get overstimulated like right. everything excites me mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know, a puppy or something. It's like, oh, and we can do this and we can do this and we can do this. And look, you see at the window, there's there's clouds and there's mountains and there's a baby beside me and we can talk. We can be friends. We can be best friends. And that's the no, way I, I am the whole you. time. I would we like, can't. Literally you just you. fall asleep on me. True. I, I don't You'd fa- be I don't, out. I don't fall asleep as much on flights. Flights, I'm not a good flyer. So, which oh, you is get nervous? super good for this job that I'm in. <laughs> um, a friend of mine recently told me that turbulence has never killed anyone. I don't know if that's actually a fact, but I now use it on the plane. I yeah. just like sit there and I'm like, turbulence has never killed anybody. Turbulence well, has never killed anybody. Getting out of Salt Lake was the worst flight I've ever been on. It was like crazy winds and mm-hmm. you fly out over the lake. Yeah. 
and I did not think the plane was getting up. Like, it was just, like, so shaky and, like, bouncy, and it just, like, it felt like it was really fighting to get up there, and I was like, I, I genuinely thought I was gonna die. And uh-huh. I realized that, no, it was just me being dramatic, but I am so dramatic that it is gonna benefit me if I'm ever in, like, a serious whatever, because I'm just like, well, this is where I leave you. Yeah. Like, I'm dead. I'm just gonna be super calm, because, I mean, I'm just gonna die, and it'll be fine. I've planned my death, I think, many, many times in my head. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is like, I'm walking through the streets of Baltimore and I'm like, okay, (laughs) this is where I die. I feel that saying that turbulence hasn't killed anyone is kind of like saying a fall has never killed anyone. It's the ground at the bottom. Yeah, maybe. You, you know, know what I mean? Don't take this away from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I this need this. This is the last thing I, I have. This. You can be that sports reporter that takes a train everywhere. Yeah, oh my God. That you just swear by it. You're like, yeah. but we have to go to Las Vegas. I'm taking the train. <laughs> no. It's going to take you like five uh, days. I'm taking take it. The train. No. No. <laughs> I'm going by boat. Imagine. It's in a desert. Oh my no. God. <laughs> so bad. I'm not, I'm, I like, don't think I would get away with being that. I mean, <laughs> I try really hard, but like, it doesn't really work fired. out for me. They're like, goodbye. You're a really big deal. Just not here. No. <laughs> so long. Definitely not. Having gone through schooling and then mm-hmm. having uh, been mentored and, and mm-hmm. going to the newsroom and going to sports, what's is there is there a thought, is there a belief that's really stuck with you that, I don't want to say you live by, but, you, you know, when things are great or things are tough, you kind of go back to you and it kind of grounds you. It is not like profound in any way, shape or form. The nose, Laura, the the nose. (laughs) My, my like thing has always been fake it till you make it. Like that's, Mm -hmm. uh, that's just what I do. You know, like I, I just have, I've been so lucky in Mm -hmm. my career to have so many wonderful people around me and to have had so many opportunities. The fact that I am where I am today is just like, sometimes I sit back and I'm just baffled by Mm it. And you know, sometimes I think you feel out of your depth and and I just, I just, I just, you got to do your best. And Mm -hmm. that's what I, I just like try and pretend like I belong. And Mm -hmm. as like, eventually (laughs) maybe I will, you know, like that's sort of how I feel, you know, lots of like when people say nice things about me, I'm like, that's great. I just want to live up to the person that like the people, yeah, that you think I am, you know, I respect you so much and you've said this nice thing. So I would like to be that person. I just tell them they don't know me very well. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness, you're so good at your job or whatever. I'm like, you just don't know me. I'm like, yeah, I'm so good at it. (laughs) (laughs) Really fantastic. Like, you don't realize I have job offers everywhere from coast to coast, country to country. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) That's it. No big deal. No, no big deal. But I appreciate your graciousness. I'm just going to stay here. Kind sir. I'm good with this, but. Kiss the ring and you may depart. (laughs) So many opportunities. (laughs) I can't, I can't remember. One of the, one of the baseball players said to me the other day, and now I can't remember what. You have nice hair. No, he he does have nice hair. Oh, I mean, um, you have nice oh, hair. Oh, thank you. No, he said that to um, you. Yeah, he's he, no, he said some, he had some one of his favorite quotes about like how, um, what's it's not prosperity; it's the opposite of prosperity. Whatever is like difficult is the best. Something difficult is the best mm-hmm. teacher or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought it was a really fantastic quote that I'm going to need to find and write down and then come back next time and tell you that. Mm-hmm. 
this quote that's better because this quote I'm really screwing it up. So apologies to Chris. So, apologies, Chris Rowley. <laughs> like I really like your one of your favorite quotes that you told me, but I can't remember it. This is like to be continued, though. Yeah, to this be is continued. the cliffhanger. hundred percent. It's like I will come back and I will tell it to you when Laura comes back. I know that it's in the. She newspaper. will give us the quote. Yes. That never made it. It's in the newspaper. So it really, it's in your yeah, article? No, it's in my article, so I know that I have it somewhere. How quickly do you kind of take information in, process it, but then have to let it go in order to turn the page and write something new? Yeah, I mean, sometimes you... I mean, it's, it's kind of like a little bit of both. Sometimes I think my best stories are the stories where it's like, I haven't turned the page and I know you have all this institutional knowledge or you remember, especially with TFC, you remember these like little things mm -hmm. that you look back on and you're like, oh, like it's, it's like crazy to me that, you know, they are going to clinch a playoff spot at some point and it's going to be this, this thing that doesn't really matter because mm -hmm. they're going for so much more. Mm -hmm. But two years ago when they clinched, it was just this massive, it was everything. It was, everything. Yeah. It was such a big deal. And like just, to look back on that night and then to consider where they are now in such a short period of time is just mm -hmm. like, I think just the best story. So mm -hmm. it's like a little bit of both. And sometimes there are things that people say and then it's like the day-to-day -day stuff I mm -hmm. tend to get rid of. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, Marcus Stroman is pitching tonight, even though we weren't sure he was going to pitch. Oh. But like now that I know can that, I can, can I forget that it. Out? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Thank you. Can. It's not an exclusive. <laughs> I promise you that most people already know. But <laughs> just FYI. Marcus Stroman is throwing the ball. Yeah. Yeah. So it depends on the day. How? Last question. We passed Ooh. the hour. You've been really good with your time. Thank you very much. Well, I've got nothing to do. <laughs> you have a Jays game tonight. For fun, though. For fun. Exactly. That's yeah. something to do. I and have that to go file my expenses. I'm so bad at that. Yeah, it's the worst. I want an assistant. So <laughs> I don't deserve an assistant. But like filing my expenses, mm -hmm. keeping my calendar in order. Mm. You know, the nice things like remembering to call my mother. I just need someone to poke me. Mm -hmm. Like it could be with a sharp object mm. and just be like, eh, and I'll remember. What you need to do is you need to get your mother a Twitter account. Does she have one? No, she has Instagram. Okay, so, or an Instagram account. But like whenever... My mom doesn't know whenever I know like I know that my I haven't called my mom mm -hmm. recently enough is when I get like 15 notifications on my phone of her liking all my tweets because <laughs> you can tell that she's like checked to see if I'm dead and so I'm like oh gotta call mom oh but like, recall. now's the moment uh, my mom has an Instagram account and I think I may have told the story before on the podcast uh, her new thing is seemed to be following all my ex girlfriends. And then telling me, me this. I love how this. great their life is. Yeah. Which I think she's trying to send me a message. Hmm. Stop, you know, she's stop like, up with gals. she's like, oh, it looks like so and so's engaged. Mm -hmm. Aren't you happy? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, fucking great. <laughs> looks like Amy's having a baby. I think she's in labor. <laughs> Aren't you excited? <laughs> oh, it is shattering. God. I want to know first who's her allegiance to. Me or them? It depends on how much you like them. She birthed me. Like, come on. <laughs> We're blood related. I introduced her to them. True. 
It's heartbreaking. You can't. You don't. You know. You 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 don't choose your family. What's that? <laughs> you can choose that? your friends. You can choose your friends. You can pick your yeah. nose. You can pick your friends. Yeah. But you can't pick your friend's nose. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. I, that's definitely the saying. There you I'm go. gonna have it inscribed on my headstone. Okay. So that's. I'm afraid to give my mom Twitter now, or or, or to link her up with the idea of Twitter, mm. because what's next? Maybe she doesn't feel like she has enough of a window into your life, but she feels like she has enough of a window into their lives. So if you. <laughs> told her more than you, she would like you more than them. I don't tell her more because it gets used against me. Like, you how know. can I tell her who I'm dating? You're such a boy. I am such a yeah. boy. My Ugh. brother is just like you. He's older? He's younger. He's younger. Mm-hmm. Are you so just the, the two oldest, of you? Yeah. Oh, I'm the oldest too. Mm-hmm. So being the oldest, you get to do responsible things like I got to, when my both my parents are back at work, make my brother's brownies after school because they wouldn't be home for like two hours and mm-hmm. I learned how to make brownies and so it's like it's 3.30 we're making brownies mm. we just eat them all before my parents come home like the only person I've ever really been motherly with is my brother and I don't necessarily think he likes that because he's like I already got one I don't need you to also be a mother do you but. show everyone pictures of him on your phone you're like this is my this brother is my on his brother first day Mark, at school and this <laughs> No. This is his first date. This is when he went to prom. I do I do brag about him a lot. A lot to a lot of other people. Because he's a biomedical engineer. Like Holy he his life is important. He's like work he works on like things that could save people's <laughs> lives and make them healthier. And I'm just like, I write about the sport. You know who's pitching tonight? I, I know. <laughs> so final question. Okay. I promise you final question. Okay. I get sidetracked way too easily. Social media. Yes. I have it. You do have it. Mm-hmm. You have it on the Twitter. Mm-hmm. You have it on the Instagram. I, I have, yeah, all the things. Is it like... Not Snapchat. I got rid of that when I got an inappropriate snap from a random stranger, and I like immediately deleted it. I'm still waiting for my first inappropriate snap from a random stranger. Oh, it's like a really upsetting moment in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think I'd screen grab it and have fun with it. It happened to me that sounds terrible. when I was in, yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> happened to me when I was in the press box in Ugh. Boston like a month ago and I turned to like the guy next to me and I like explained what happened and my like, I was like 50 shades of red and I was just like I got to delete this like I keep, like it was so upsetting. I got to break up with you Snapchat. Yeah, goodbye. You're not good for me. Is it do you view it uh, social media as a whole? Is it like a just a tool? That you have, or or are you really? Do you feel really connected and engaged uh, with, with? I think everyone has a core group of followers. Yeah, I like to have fun with it. Yeah. Like I, I don't think that it's. I mean, I, it, it is a tool, and I think that primarily you have to um, use it as a tool, especially yeah. in our industry. Um, but I like to like share a little bit of myself every once in a while. Yeah. Obviously, it's like a controlled, like any other sort of social media thing. It's a controlled platform. So I do like to share little bits and pieces about myself um, because I think that that just makes, you know, it's like some sort of human connection and it it makes you more than an egg. Yeah. But (laughs) I do. I kind of like the little egg pictures now. Yeah, I do. Uh, I want to go back to the egg. I like, so I like, you know, I enjoy the, I like enjoy going through 19 innings and like writing about what's happening in the base, but all be also being like, I've just dipped into the popcorn and like whatever. People love stories, love stories about press Can I get some meat up food? in here? Yeah. Like, come on, you know, it's like, late. I've, I've had ice cream for eight days in a row. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I really enjoy it. Yeah. I, I haven't got a lot of 
negative feedback. I've been very, very lucky. <laughs> I don't know Snapchat. if I like man outside of that <laughs> one instance, but like people, women, like I, you know, that I've dealt with have you know received a lot of it and these are certainly women who have way more followers than I do or whatever they've received a lot of sort of hate and um terrible yeah. terrible things and I just like I haven't really got vitriol that. vitriol yeah. yeah I really haven't got any of that so like maybe if I was getting that kind of thing yeah. it would it would affect Make me more but like I also have my settings in a certain way that like I only really talk to people that I know and yeah. that kind of thing so Maybe it's just because the whole world loves you so much. Yes. I think so. I mean, I think that you're my number one fan. <laughs> I am totally your number one yeah. fan. You sent me the sweetest message uh, when we're, I was trying to line this up mm -hmm. over the in, over the Twitter, and you sent me like a screenshot of your phone, and you're like, greatest day of my life. I don't know why that's your voice. You could have been the greatest <laughs> day of my life. And it was when I followed you, Yeah. which is great. I'm just hoping. So overdue. Can we like write one ship? Please, like, this is, you've been so good and you've done so much for me. What's wrong? Can you follow me back? Have I not followed you back? No, oh, no. yes. I can't, I can't pull it up because <laughs> wow. my phone's on silent. But it's funny, I was going to screen That's grab it terrible. and send it to you. I you was like, called me out on that. I What's was, wrong with you? It's like, Laura Army is not yet following you. I'm oh. like, I thought we're friends. You were like, that bitch. Yeah, that's definitely yeah, what I did. Sure. I'm like, I can't stand her. I like when she you can't were like, follow me on the Twitters. I know. I liked it when you were like, forced. Can you? Can I force you to talk to me? And I yeah. was like, yes, please. Literally any second. I don't have any friends. So we're we gonna do this again. Whenever you want. Yes. Okay. Laura Armstrong uh, at Laura Army on that's me, Twitter. On the Twitter. At it's Laura Army on Instagram. Yeah. If you give that out. If you don't give that out, I can that's cut. That's my, that's my. I can cut it that's out. That's my professional Instagram. I keep right. my personal one personal. You have two? I have two. Oh, you're super sneaky. I used to do yeah. that with Facebook and yeah. then I just got, it gave me a headache and yeah. I was like, I don't care what people see anymore. <laughs> I'm not that important. <laughs> my Twitter followers. After I got off like the beat, after I stopped writing, mm -hmm. every like my Twitter followers have taken a nose Just join the Jay's beat. No one. Really? Oh. You going to hire me? Swear I got like. I'll be your assistant. I can do your expenses. <laughs> no, I can't. I'll, let, I'll them. let them know. <laughs> Hi, well, I need an assistant. Laura, thank you very much. Thanks Your for Dodgers hat is gorgeous. Oh, it's my initials. It's not because I like the Dodgers. It's just my initials. That was growing up Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. They had the CH right. on their jersey, and that I was like, oh, I thought that was going to be my signature for my whole life. Yeah. Is the H inside the C? Yeah, I get a lot of. You're a Blue Jays reporter. How can you wear that hat? I'm like, it's my initials. So get over yeah, it. Exactly. Uh, you made me feel good about having a giant pee on my head. <laughs> and that's the end. Enjoy your vegetables. Enjoy. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino Ch -ch 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 -chumba. that's right chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes Ch -ch 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 -chumba. chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details